What's going on and welcome into Pels and Whistles presented by Bet Online right here on the Believe Network. I'm Daniel Salerson alongside Rel Myers. Happy draft day, everyone. For Pelicans fans, I feel like it's going to be happy, stressful, a little bit of in-between as we get you ready for what's about to go down tonight in New York City. Rel, how are you feeling on draft day? I, I kind of have a feeling based on our conversations before we hit the record button, but how's it going yeah. on draft day? I'm already exhausted. I mean, I, and I woke up a little bit early this morning. Usually I wake up at five. I want to say at 430. I was awake. I'm just like, oh, what's going on? And, you know, what was just tweeting? And I'm like, what, 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 what happened? And it has nothing to do with the Pelicans, but I'm just I'm on edge. I'm really uh, I'm nervous. I don't know what to expect. I don't know if we're going to leave the night with, um, you know, who we're mocked to get. I've seen a couple of different mocks uh, that have been changing, but. Um, I am overall feeling like I need more rest and I need for the Pelicans <laughs> to relax so that I can relax and rest. Yeah, I think it's going to be a wild night. I think last night's trade is a little bit of an indication how how the Celtics got two first round picks and Christoph Porzingis for Marcus Smart. Yeah. Props to Brad Stevens and company, but I don't think that's the last move that's going to happen. And it could rock the beginning of the draft because... Number two and number three of their domino. Obviously, the Spurs know who they're taking with pick mm-hmm. number one. But I think it all starts at pick number two because now everyone's saying that Charlotte's leaning towards Brandon Miller, which means mm-hmm. Portland might get Scoot Henderson, which means if there's going to be a trade, it's probably going to be with the Portland Trailblazers instead mm-hmm. of the Charlotte Hornets. What does your gut tell you about how picks two and three are going to go? I still... I'm, I'm kind of seeing... Number two being Scoot still. Okay. I think it's going to be Scoot. I know that they, you know, said some things changed and and I guess Brandon Miller went to work out with Charlotte and that's when things kind of looked a little bit different. But um, I don't know. I'm still leaning. I'm still leaning uh, Scoot at two to Charlotte. All right. Here's my question. Why does Michael Jordan have full control of who the Charlotte Hornets pick when they're selling the team? How does he how does that happen? This could be a franchise altering pick at number two. Yeah. And he gets to decide it before he sells the team. How did how did he work that into the deal? That's not okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'd know. be so pissed about Charlotte fans <laughs> selling the team for billions of dollars and go wait before I leave. I'm telling you who to pick right now. Yeah, and he's what is he? He's a majority owner, right? Like there are other people. He he'll he'll be the, he'll be a minority owner still, but he's selling the majority part of it to okay. a group. All right. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's a group decision. I'm sure it's, it's a group nah, decision. Sure and if you're going to stay involved in the owner, <laughs> if you're going to stay involved in the ownership group, I feel like you should just, you know, have a powwow, you know, circle up uh, and make the best decision for you guys moving forward, especially if you're still going to be involved there. You don't want to, you know, take anybody off. But then again, it's Michael Jordan. Doesn't care that he's making people upset. Yeah. Well, Probably speaking not. of upset, I don't know how upset you're going to get tonight, depending on what the Pelicans do, but. If you're going to get on bet online tonight and make a selection, if this was a prop bet, would, will mm-hmm. Zion Williamson be a Pelican by the end of the night? What are you bet leaning towards right now? It's weird because, you know, I usually bet the opposite of the outcome that I want. But I would say <laughs> Zion is going to remain a Pelican. I hope so. That's just that's my personal hope. I um that's what's contributing to my stress. It's it's the, the the possibility of losing Zion. I'd be upset about losing BI, but I don't think that they should take either one of those routes, really. 
All right, well, don't forget, if you're one that wants to bet on who will go number one, number two, number three on the NBA draft, I don't think you can make a bunch of money on who will go number one because that's pretty obvious. But BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting in your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So the draft will start tonight on ESPN. Luckily, Woj will not be sharing what the picks are before. Doesn't mean Shams <laughs> is going to be doing the same thing, but I will try oh, to yeah. avoid that because I do like the suspense a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of with you, Rel, based on what we talked about last week. I'm still not ready to trade either one of them. And again, yeah. maybe it's just the fact that I still have hope that they can play together and play, be healthy. And we can see the potential that they, they have based on what they mm-hmm. did last year in a short amount of sample size. And again, scoop might be the guy, but again, we just don't know. Yeah. And maybe people do, maybe people could see into the future and see that he's going to be a generational player and a franchise leader. And, you know, we're all going to be fools 10 years later when we <laughs> made a trade for him and we didn't, but yeah. I'm still under the pressure that you fill some different needs tonight and in free agency and keep your core together. I know this core has yeah. been playing team. So I get that part of it and thinking, why are you going to keep this core together when they've only made to the plane? Well, because it's been help and I know health is a big part of it. I'm mm-hmm. just not ready to give up on these two guys. Yeah. Yeah. I um I had tweeted this morning because I saw someone say that the 14th pick can't be the only addition to the team. And I started getting these different um responses to what I had tweeted and eventually deleted it because I was just annoyed that people were <laughs> I didn't avoid I didn't give enough context. So I was annoyed that because I didn't give enough context, people were like taking it out of context. So I was like, you know what? I don't even feel like doing this today. But basically what I was saying was they have EJ Liddell coming back and he's like a red shirt rookie. He's been around the team this whole year. I'm not saying that EJ is gonna move the needle so much we're gonna win a championship just because he's gonna be in the lineup. But what I'm saying is you have to take into um consideration free agency you have to take into consideration they're going to be two new two-way guys or maybe one i don't know um and then there's there's Jax, there's billy there's gary temple somebody's not coming back so then someone else new will have to come in so it's not we're not just adding one person like it's not kind of like last season who do we really add at the beginning of the season or like in the off season it was it was dyson um ej didn't get to play but like just just having that mindset that oh we're getting this one pick and that's the only new face we'll see that's incorrect, and that's really all that I was alluding to. <laughs> and look, that that pick could be traded too. I I think yeah. the Pelicans could be aggressive. If look, if they're leaking that Ingram and Zion are technically available, there might be a something that comes in and says we want we want one of these two guys. We're willing to give up something. Fourteen pick might be able to get in there. I don't know, but you also mm-hmm. could give up the fourteen pick for just a veteran that you might need. Like Marcus Smart going to Memphis, which was yeah. a little surprising to me. The guy that's been there for so long, kind of the captain. They're just like, all right, see you later. So, I mean, anything yeah. is possible. But getting a guy like a Marcus Smart, a veteran leader on this team, and not saying that CJ isn't one of those guys. Garrett mm-hmm. is certainly one of those guys, but Garrett's not really one that produces on the court. How much does he really bring to the team off of it? We don't know. Right. But 
I don't think this is going to be the same team. I think you're right. I think the, the center position is going to be the biggest turnover of the offseason, whether they trade Jonas, whether they trade Jax, whether they re-sign Billy um, mm-hmm. or not, whether they move up and go get a Derek Lively from Duke and take a chance on him at center. Um, again, I, I think with the new CBA 2, draft picks are still a valuable asset. Rookie contract mm-hmm. scales are a valuable asset. And so if you do end up having your 14th pick, especially if you do keep Zion and BI and CJ, you have to pay all these guys and you are paying all these guys and you have to stay (laughs) under the cap and under the tax. So having rookie contributors or rookie scale contributors is something that the Pelicans need. Do -hmm. you get that guy that impacts your team right away at 14? That's going to be tough, but you saw it again, as we mentioned last week with Christian Braun where Denver picked late in the first round was a pretty good contributor for them in their run to the NBA championship. So I think the Pels can go in any direction tonight, which is a very easy thing for me to say. But <laughs> I maybe it's just me. My gut says that none of those guys get traded. I just yeah. think there's so many things that get set out there. Agents leak things. Maybe it's they say that Williamson is part of these things just to gauge what someone might do to get Zion yeah. Williamson. Because someone could send a home run offer to David Griffin and say, we'll give you five different pieces, first round picks, <laughs> a impact player, give a Zion. And David might be like, man, this is too good to be true. We might have to pull the trigger. But if not, yeah, you're just listening. And so maybe that's why those names are out there to be available. Or maybe they are really infatuated with Scoot Henderson and they're going to do anything they can to get him. And one of those two guys might be what happens, but also on the other side for Portland, mm-hmm. you know, the, the rumors are today about Damian Lillard is not ready for another youth movement. It's basically you go all in with him on vets or he's out. Well, Scoot Henderson is, is not a guy that's going to be a veteran on this team. So yeah. is Portland going to trade out of that number three in which team is going to step up to the plate and give an impact player to start over with Scoot Henderson. So I think number two or number three, wherever Scoot goes, that domino effect is going to really change how this draft goes tonight. For sure. I'm, um, I'm as always curious to see how everything's going to play out. And um, I think no matter what happens with the Pelicans specifically, I know a lot of people, um, you know, they threaten to cancel their tickets or they threaten to not support the team and find a new team and things like that. But for me personally, it's it's just Pelicans for me all the time, yeah. right? So I'm just like, I'm going to be at the games. I'm going to be in my usual seat. I'm going to be at the Jamison bar. I'm going to be filming videos for TikTok, whatever have you. Like, it's whatever, you know? And I don't think that the Pelicans are going to end up in some situation where they're going to be, you know, a lottery team for 20 straight years or anything like that. God forbid, right? right. But I, I understand people's frustrations for sure. Absolutely. And I think at the end of the day, still, we all have the same goal. We just have different ideas on how to get there. And hopefully someday we'll reach that goal. And hopefully it's someday soon. Um, but yeah, t- tonight, it, it and it's another thing about, you know, once 14 passes, if we do keep 14, once we get to that point, we're still not safe. They could be well into the second round and, they would, and they'll drop a Woj bomb or a Shams bomb and be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> the Pelicans just made a trade, you know? Yep. <laughs> no, it's Anything far from over happen. past 14. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and you're absolutely right about the frustrations. And, and here's the here's the thing that I'm noticing, especially on Twitter, which is the worst thing to kind of experience right now when it comes to Bells fans <laughs> and any team's fans in general. 
you're getting frustrated over hypotheticals right now. Yes. Like there, <laughs> there has nothing been set in stone. There has not been a Zion Williamson trade. There's not been a Brandon Ingram trade. There has not yeah. been a Scoot Henderson trade. The only team that should be fuming right now is anyone that's a Washington Wizards fan because <laughs> they didn't get a first round pick for either Bradley Beal or Christos Porzingis. They got that's... Tyus Jones and some other Landry Shamit and some other dudes. Yeah, I don't even, and I don't even remember. They are you want to talk about a team that's rebuilding. I, I can't find a word that goes below <laughs> rebuilding because they are yep. starting from the studs and working their right. way back up. Right. And can you imagine Rel being a diehard fan like you are? You'd be going <laughs> to the Jameson bar every five minutes getting another drink in order to watch that team play because they're not going to win. And where was oh. this one year ago when maybe you could have done this a year earlier and gone for Victor Wimbenyama yeah. as the number one pick? Right. Because you probably are going to be one of those teams that's in the top two for the lottery, but you signed Bradley Beal that extension. Mm -hmm. You gave him that no trade clause, which mm -hmm. hurt his value. And now you're in a position where you're just taking strays from other teams just to assemble a team for next year. You're not trying to spend money. Yeah. And it showed that Boston got two first round picks before you got any first round picks and you let go of your two star players and Bradley Beal and Chris Osprezinga. So if any team heading into tonight wants to be frustrated, mm -hmm. it's Washington Wizards fans. And look, at the end of the night, Pelicans fans could be frustrated. I think there's no matter what, you're going to have some frustrated fans, no matter if they yeah. trade Zion or B.I. or don't trade them and only pick at number 14. Then they're going to be like, well, what are they doing? Or why they everyone loves to see a move. Every team that you like, you want to see a move. You want to see the blockbuster trade. You want to see your team be involved in it. You want a yeah. shiny new piece. But no one wants to stay patient and start and build from the beginning. And this team has done what they can so far to build. I mean, besides the health of this team, I'd still say you got to give credit to David Griffin and Trange Lane as far as what they've been able to build because you have established hope for this franchise. Have they yeah. drafted well? I think that's a little bit of a different discussion. The jury's still out on Dyson Daniels. I think everyone can agree right now, Kyra Lewis is not where you want him to be. You already mm -hmm. traded Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jackson Hayes, eh, for a number eight pick. So drafting-wise, maybe you're a little concerned based on what they've done, and really the only gimme they got was Zion Williamson. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there was once upon a time, they were the number one seed last year for just yeah. a little bit, and yeah. it showed you what type of team they can beat. So if you saw that, and you're a Pelicans fan, and you want to see them go higher... To me, trading one of those two guys does not get you further into contention. Yeah. I think you're going a little bit backwards at the beginning here. Who says mm -hmm. down the road that you might be in better situation when Scoot develops, or maybe he already developed and he can be an impact player immediately. Mm -hmm. But what you have in Zion is special. And if he is in a good situation with the front office, I'm trying not to believe anything that's going out there. There's some people that say he has a horrible relationship. CJ McCollum said he was just working out with him the other day. Mm -hmm. So that all cancels out. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see this team run it back with those three guys, at least the CJ Zion and BI. And then what pieces does David put around them to ensure that if another injury happens, they are not going to drop off like they did, which is going to be hard to do because with those guys, it's going to be a drop off. But I yeah. think this team has to be ready for anything at this point. And I think if you can get more shooting tonight, I think if you can get a wing player tonight, the three and D player tonight, 
Mm-hmm. Those are your goals if you're not going to make a move. But I, I, this is probably one of the most uncertain drafts I, I've we're going to experience in a while because I just don't yeah. think you know really what's going to happen after number one. Again, once two and three hits, I think all hell is going to break loose, and and I'm yeah. ready for it. Um, <laughs> unless it's it's something that I don't agree with, but yeah, I, I would say to Pelicans fans. As uh, Aaron Rodgers said before, spell out R E L A X. <laughs> Nothing's happened yet. And yeah, there's going to be rumors floating around all day. This person said that Pelicans are close to trading for this guy, or this team is open to trading this guy. Why can't we go get this guy? Because you can't afford him. Like, mm-hmm. put the trade machine down for one day, have a <laughs> pina colada, and enjoy the draft. That's what I'm going to tell Pelicans fans tonight. <laughs> Today's National ESPN Trade Machine Day. <laughs> Definitely not putting the, the trade machine down today. <laughs> no, it might it might go down today. It might be too many people yeah. on it where it might break. But definitely, um, it's going to be... Whew, I'm excited. I love the draft. I just think there's mm-hmm. the NBA, there's so much turnover now. There's so many players that switch teams. Mm-hmm. And I think that could be the same today, whether it's tonight or whether it's in free agency and about a week and a half. So yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like it's not going to be one of those where we just go through the top 15 picks and go, Oh, it's pretty steady right now. <laughs> change the channel. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. We're no, you better no. not change the channel. It's going to be miss a Nikola Jokic and a quesarito being selected <laughs> at pick number 41. There's so many different things that'll be revealed tonight. Um, because you're also going to get, not only are they going to be, you know, Teams are going to be handing out, you know, two ways to guys and stuff like that. But they're also going to be um, signing guys on uh, summer league deals or training camp deals, or whatever yep. you call it, right? Drafted so put them agents. on their, their summer league rosters and stuff. So all sorts of things, all sorts of different names we could see come up. Um, what are you thinking? If if we keep fourteen, who are you thinking? I, I've I've been seeing Keontae George. I've seen um, Buffkin. I've seen Hawkins. Um, do you have any uh, any preference there or any thought to who, yeah. that, who they might I, pick? I worry about Hawkins from the defensive standpoint, and he is a great shooter, but a streaky shooter. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit concerned with him. I do like George at 15, and I know there's been jokes on Twitter. If Grady Dick falls to 14, I can't take it. He, he got it. <laughs> I can't take. I'm it. all for. I'm all for him on this Pelican squad from his talent standpoint, from his talent standpoint. Yes. The the jokes are going to fly. He might have the most popular selling Jersey because the word Dick will be on the back with his number on it. But people are already talking about drafting him to fill a hole in the roster. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) relax, relax, grow up. They'll never grow up. It's never happening. (laughs) Yeah. But it, um, I also, I, I'm a big Case and Wallace fan from Kentucky. Right. I think he's one that can, you know, defend a little bit. I think he'd be there at 14. Um, mm-hmm. I think he, he might not be a guy that, you know, is a lottery pick. Um, but there are a few guys out there that I, I kind of like. Um, but it, it's just so hard to tell at 14. I yeah. think if you're the Pelicans at 14, just like, you know, when I cover a little bit of the Hawks, I'm saying the same thing. I think you go best player available. I think you don't have a positional need that you're dying to take care of right now. I think any need you go get in free agency, mm-hmm. but you have four or five guys listed on your draft board. If you're David Griffin, Trajan Landon and Bryson Graham and whatever there is at 14, unless you're trading up for someone that you're like, Oh wow, this guy's still here at 11. Maybe we go yeah. move up. We go get him. 
Um, but I think you go best player available here and just get a guy that can contribute to this team. And maybe not. Maybe he's playing the G League a little bit. Maybe he's going up and down. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's ready to go. But I have a feeling it's going to be a hard time for this player no matter what. If the Pelicans select the 14, he's going to get major minutes at the start just based on who's available on this team. I uh, am just going to be holding my breath all day. But um, anyone who's in New Orleans will be at the Yacht Club tonight. Six o'clock, the party starts. Uh, draft starts at seven. Maybe we'll get to, uh, we'll get a glimpse of Trey Murphy. He's going to be doing some draft coverage again tonight. Yeah. So that was really fun last season. But um, yeah, I'll be there. Um, if any if anything big happens, I'll probably shove a camera and a microphone in your face and start interviewing you right then and there. So <laughs> follow Pelicans Lead on Twitter if you haven't yet, because um, now things are starting to get real and I'm going to start putting out all sorts of content. And um, we got like two weeks until summer league. So the season's pretty much here. <laughs> and how about Victor <laughs> playing season. in summer league now? Did you see mm-hmm. he announced that? Well, so I saw that, but I know San Antonio is going to be at um, at the other summer league, right? Like the California classic. Oh. So that's hey, before that's they the even get to Vegas. So hopefully he'll play in that. And play a game or two in Vegas, at least, man. Because I'm sure there's going to be a ton of people I would there. think the NBA is going to nudge the Spurs to be like, Yeah, just you, mm, come, come on. on. Play a game like Zion. Zion played the first game, caused an earthquake, Ugh. and got the hell out of there. We should have known right then and there. We should have known on that day that that was like foreshadowing for the next four seasons. That he would play, and then he wouldn't. And he would play, and then he wouldn't. Even his rookie season uh preseason you know i went i went to chicago and saw the pelicans play in preseason and zion played and we didn't freaking see him again until january so you know oh yeah (laughs) i remember i remember opening night uh (laughs) against toronto on ring Mm -hmm. night and all of a sudden Mm. before the game it was like we got the heads up hey zion's not gonna play and we're like excuse me (laughs) my god and it was just like oh god here we go um this is it man this is the last hurrah for zion williamson i think he'll still be a pelican (laughs) i do too are you seeing so many people think her herb jones is more untouchable than zion williamson right now i feel like the most pelicans fans people love herb i i I I love her too i believe that but you know me me being a descendant of the murphy family (laughs) he better not go anywhere (laughs) Trey's my untouchable i want herb to stay too but you know i don't know fans get so emotionally attached i get it I totally get it. I'm one of the worst at that. But <sighs> what can I do besides just cheer on my team? And if my fave goes somewhere, then I'll just have to cheer them on over there. Well, before uh, we go, a public service announcement for everyone that's on Twitter today. It's a little tougher now with some of the blue check marks going away. Be careful who you <sighs> read information from because there are going to be people out there that have no life and are going to tweet out these trades and they're not going to be real. So if yep. you click on the Woges and Shams, I believe both of them have the blue check mark. But anyone else, click on their name, see how many followers they have, see who's following them, and mm-hmm. then you can see if it's for real or not. But your best bet is just put Woj and Shams alerts on. That's probably your best bet. But also, yeah. if you have anxiety and don't want to stress about it, then maybe don't put them on because... Like we did, like you said, Rel, I did the same thing this morning, got the Woj alert, looked, and it's just him promoting a draft preview or something. I'm like, yeah. no, you have to give me news or don't tweet at all. And yeah. that's the rule yeah. for them today. But as it's, <sighs> as Rel says, it all goes down at 7 p.m. Central, 8 o'clock Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Look out for Rel. Where are you all at? Yacht Club tonight? 
Yeah, we're at the Yacht Club, man. We're going to have a special appearance by someone in Pell's Twitter. We'll be there before they leave to go to their other engagement tonight. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> who, me. Who could it be? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it's not Daniel. Sorry. But I think everyone won't say it, just in case he can't show up, but that'd be really awkward. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but still, go and see Rel. Keep her calm. Buy her a drink, maybe two, depending on what goes down. No, no will... drinks. No drinks. <laughs> no, no drinks. You also listen. This is also a PSA. You do not ever have to buy me a drink at Mid City Yacht Club, okay? I have a tab. But anyway, Ooh. I'm not drinking. I look, this is this is the thing. After the season, I don't know how many people who are listening to this saw me the night of the play in tournament, but you can probably guess why I'm not drinking so much anymore. <laughs> are you still hungover from that night? <laughs> I might still be hungover from that night. But uh no, man, I've been doing good with my weight loss and stuff. All you that have. drinking is way too many empty calories and stuff. So I, I'm I'm good that I started this journey right after the season. So now that I'm getting back more into these social events, I will not be having um, five Red Bull. Well, the motivation, if you need some motivation to get out there, follow Rel on Twitter and Instagram because she is a motivation. I am doing morning workouts as well. We're going to be the fittest <laughs> podcast on the Believe Network. No doubt about it. Once we play some two-on-two with some of the other teams across Believe Network, you bet we're going to go undefeated. I think we're going to challenge everyone as soon as the season begins. But yes, follow Rel everywhere, especially the lead, the Pelican. What's the what's the Twitter handle again for the Pelicans lead? <laughs> it's at Pelicans lead. At Pelicans lead. Perfect. All right. At Good Pelican stuff. Lead, yeah. Enjoy the draft tonight. Be safe. Don't tweet something stupid. And we'll be back to recap everything. Right here on Pels and Whistles, presented by Bet Online, right here on the Believe Network.